Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party and Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going, man? Doing pretty well, doing pretty well. Um, yeah, busy, busy as always, but I've been playing as much Apex as I can, and I've been playing a lot of Loba, and I'm excited for today. Yep, because today we are remastering a third party favorite, Loba. Before we do that, though, we want to make sure you join us on Discord to chat apex ask questions find teammates and receive third-party updates link for that is in the description if you want to support the third-party nation please check out us out on patreon we have a ton of benefits over there including access to private lobby tournaments uh, that mm-hmm. we're now running every uh, few months ton of fun gaming sessions with us signed replica weapons a lot of awesome stuff uh, we try to shout out and support our supporters as best as we can mm-hmm. 100% with that though let's get into mastering the legends loba edition remastering the legends i guess is actually what we should say but i'm excited for loba i think something we talked about before the show is she is probably combined our most played legend in terms of us both having played her for very long periods of time i think valk might be up there as well but you know you play so much gibby and you know we play together a lot so i don't play a lot of gibby and you know i play a good amount of i guess i just don't play anyone a lot i play everyone and everyone so but we've both had long sessions of maining loba and so she's definitely a favorite over here we love loba um Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it is remastering loba but I bet you 80% of our audience either doesn't remember or wasn't around um, yeah. for when mm-hmm. we initially mastered. So for us, this is coming back to Loba, but for I think many of our listeners, it's going to be our first time mastering uh, Loba. Last time we did an episode like this for Loba, um, it was our second ever Mastering the Legends episode back mm-hmm. in season five, uh, right after when she released. A lot has changed since then, uh, not only in Loba's abilities, but also how we approach this series of episodes. Um, we used to do double headers for Legends, and now we just focus an entire episode uh, to a single Legend. Um, a little bit of background on Loba. First things first, uh, Loba released in Season 5, May 12th of 2020. Um, Shay really played Loba the most upon her release. And before she came out, this was really the first legend that we were really invested in Apex with. Mm -hmm. We had the podcast going. Um, We were really involved with the news and the leaks surrounding Loba. We did not understand how she was going to be able to see loot through walls. Um, there was a lot of questions behind how we were going to implement a loot legend. It was a really abstract idea to us at the time. With the bracelet as well, people were saying like, oh, she's going to replace Wraith. Like mm-hmm. in terms of movement, teleportation, that's broken. The yeah. character trailer, I still stand to this day that it showed her chaining together two bracelets, which would be freaking incredible. Uh, and we never got it. So. Dang, I think Rain Day is actually the one that like did one of those uh, intro character trailer breakdowns early on and started that theory, and we started going crazy thinking about that. But Loba's awesome. I think she had one of the best cinematic entrances into the game as well. And 
yeah, that was at the peak of us kind of playing, I would say, in terms of having pure free time, kind of being not with a ton of school and not, you know, working a ton, just doing the podcast. And so, yeah, we were playing a ton and I was only playing Loba uh, back in the day. We were playing six, eight hours a day. Yeah, it was crazy. That was a no lot. No problem. That was um, a lot. Well, walk us through somewhat of, you know, we talked about talked about the history of Loba. Talk about where she was, what's changed, and where she's at now. We like to do this now to kind of update people on what big balancing changes have happened for the characters. When did they become relevant or irrelevant? Yeah, I, I think some of this could be quite a surprise to many players that might think huh, Loba hasn't really changed a whole lot. She's been messed with Tweaked. a lot mm-hmm. uh, over the last two years. So she came out May 2020. In June of 2020, she received a full kit cleanup, um, which honestly has not happened for a legend being released, I think, since then. Horizon got hit uh, pretty early on, mm-hmm. but this was a really quick patch across almost the entire kit. Yeah. Ultimate Accelerance uh, now gave her 20% charge up, up from 17 and a half. Really weird thing about mm-hmm. Loba and her history on an ultimate standpoint. Most legends, an ultimate accelerant gives you 35% to your charge. Not with Loba. Weird. Mm-hmm. It was even lower, but they increased it by 2.5%. Weird. It's, it's the most but, random one. Like, And yeah. I feel like we still forget about it when we're playing so much. Like, You're so used to doing the 35% math ad. You're just like, wait, 20? What the heck just yeah. happened? <laughs> it's weird. Um, you don't really use Ultimate Accelerants with Loba, and they don't want you to. Um, but this was also the time that Charge Towers were implemented onto King's mm-hmm. Canyon, so it was a really exciting time. Also in June, uh, the Ultimate was changed so that instead of picking up one stack of ammo and filling an existing stack of ammo for one of your slots, uh, you could only pick up the one stack. So a little Mm -hmm. bit of a nerf on how much ammo you could pick up from the ultimate. Tactical was also uh, no longer able to be uh, intercepted by Watson's ultimate. And then they quote this early on, fixed an issue preventing teleporting in certain areas. So (laughs) that was an ongoing issue. We'll continue that. In July of 2020, the tactical was addressed uh, and its usability on World's Edge, once we switched over in the split, um, they said there are still some known cases we're continuing to work on, but it should work much better now. Um, at the time, we pretty much understood that Loba's bracelet was built to be played on King's Canyon, and the foundation of how World's Edge was built was so fundamentally different that the ability just did not work in a 9 out of 10 situations on World's Edge. Really, really bad, hard problem to fix, and it became a long-term issue even on King's Canyon. So there's definitely some mixed information, but the ability did not work very reliably. Yeah, it was crazy how, honestly, just broken it was. Like, she was unplayable. You couldn't throw her bracelet in half the POIs. Like, it was really, really bad. So definitely glad that was fixed. There were still some issues uh, here and there. <laughs> yep. Then in August of 2020, the ultimate cooldown uh, went from three minutes or 180 seconds cut in half to only 90 seconds. 
um, really crazy uh, substantial buff to Loba, if you ask me. Then in October of 2020, they increased the passive and ultimate range by more than 45%. Pretty substantial buff mm -hmm. as well, just increasing the power of both abilities. And then the black market ultimate is now charged by 50% at the start of each match. So that was not a thing that Loba had on release. That was added much, much later uh, to her abilities. Mm -hmm. Then in November of 2020, this was the start of Season 7. Uh, her ultimate now allowed infinite ammo pickout up outside of the two slots that you're allowed to pull from. Again, this is kind of a, a newer thing. Season mm -hmm. 7 to us wasn't that long ago. Definitely yeah. wasn't uh, how she was when she released and when we did Mastering the Legends. So mm -hmm. this is definitely a remastering. Mm -hmm. People are starting to get it. Oh, we definitely have to take a look <laughs> at Loba again. And then in February of 2021, uh, Care Package Loop is now visible with her passive and accessible through her ultimate. This is something that we talked about on day one when Lobo was released. We were skittish about the mm -hmm. topic. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Is a supply drop care package something that you have to or should risk your life for? Or can you just stay in a building and use uh, Lobo's ultimate? February of 2021, that decision was made uh, for the latter. In March of 2021, uh, the tactical uh, seemingly had a fix. Uh, they said, we fixed an issue where her bracelet was not working in certain areas. So mm -hmm. we're still working on it. Uh, almost a year later, after she released, in May of 2021, a substantial buff to Loba. She can now run and slide at full speed while aiming the bracelet and while the bracelet is in the air. There's no longer a slowdown while you're using the tactical. Then Lobo will no longer be slowed after translocating. So the, the animation where she's putting the bracelet back on her wrist, she, her movement is not slowed anymore. Mm -hmm. And they fixed a lot of bugs that caused the bracelet tosses to fail as well in May. And the ultimate cooldown was then increased from 90 seconds to 120 seconds in total. That was a big sweeping change. Like that May update was like, okay, we're finally getting the... Because it wasn't just like, hey, these are some things that people have kind of been frustrated with the movement on either ends that we're now addressing. But it kind of was like the final fix to the bracelet failing thing, which was still plaguing people here and there, which... When you have a character that needs to teleport away to activate her ability, and even if it's one out of every 10 times it doesn't work, probably can't use the legend if you can't count on the ability. Yeah. This was a turning point um, just because it allowed you to have a defensive and offensive mobility for her tactical. A yeah. year after she was released, you know, mm -hmm. it was definitely a point of contention that you can only really use Loba to move away from the zone, get back mm -hmm. with your teammate, or get positioning before a fight. You're you're way too exposed before, during, and after using this that you're not really getting the huge benefit out of the mobility unless you're sneaking in and out of a window. Yep. Um, this fixed that. And I think mm -hmm. at this time or a split after this, I started playing a lot of Loba um, because mm -hmm. this was a major turning point. But today... Definitely. Mm -hmm. March of 2022, current state of Loba, way different than it was uh, when she first was released. And she's in a really powerful state. 
Yes, 100%. agree with you. Let's talk about her abilities, though, and get into it, get into the nitty-gritty, and we'll give some you know tips for each of these abilities. Starting with the passive, we got Eye for Quality. Uh, nearby epic and legendary loot can be seen through walls. The range is the same as the Black Market Boutique, so that range is 112.5 meters, and you can ping items through obstacles, inside loot bins, and care package, which is an important thing to note. The ping range for that is 12 meters, but that range is actually extended by optics like a regular ping. You got loot ticks and death boxes as well that you know obviously hold loot, but they cannot be seen through obstacles uh, regardless of whatever loot that they contain. With this passive, Henry, any big place, like we've talked about how upon landing, it's really nice to be able to say, pick out the purple armor, dart right there, pick out maybe a high gold gun or something if you're dropping hot and immediately grab it and that being a big advantage off drop with loba but that situation is still like you're still contested and you have to find the purple or the blue armor you know off the drop what does this ability do more for you in a game-to-game basis as you play so this passive is not the most powerful passive in the game it's not wall hacks no it did not, I don't think it made our top five best passes in the game list. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely isn't something to pick Loba for this reason. Um, but I think similarly, or maybe even more so, this passive helps Loba more than soft landings helps Horizon. Um, it just fits into her kit so well, and without it, you don't feel as powerful but with her other abilities. You mentioned getting the purple armor off rip quickly. Incredibly powerful. Can't understate that at all. Using it to identify uh, what's in supply drops, really, really useful um, mm-hmm. to use the ultimate or not use the ultimate. You're going to be able to see, is that a Kraber? Do I care? Do I not care? Uh, using it for explosive holds, um, just the passive, knowing should, do I need... Uh, that gold light mag, or is it not there? Should I use my ultimate or a grenade to get it? Having that passive really informs your decisions on where to go. Mm-hmm. And that's a major part of the game, knowing where to go and how long you need to stay there. The the passive helps the entire team in that mm-hmm. regard. You can call mm-hmm. out the good stuff. Yeah, communication, key with that one, 100%. And it's little things like if you're going through the random POI, there's a lot of teammates, especially, you know, lower level people. This is a big tip we talk about is looting fast. Like that's going to be a big skill gap is like looting is a skill in this game. And she lets you kind of bypass areas and expedite that process, not from her ultimate particularly, but even just with the passive, just being able to walk through a unnamed POI and be like, hey, all we really need is purple armor and a purple mag. I'm not seeing anything, guys. Let's just keep moving, keep positioning rather than having to search every nook and cranny to try and find that missing piece to everyone's loadout. And another important part to mention, because we're remastering Loba, is When she came out, and I think a lot of people might still think, the passive only works with purple and gold. There's a lot of things I care about that are blue. Most notably, batteries, Mm -hmm. bruisers, blue armor. The game has changed so much since then that, yes, you used to drop into the game with no armor and have to loot common, blue, and then Mm -hmm. maybe purple or gold. 
So Loba not being able to get you the blue armor was kind of frustrating because it was go from zero armor to 100 points of armor, and she couldn't help you in the middle. And that was a big, big middle. Mm -hmm. Today, it's all about purple armor. You can craft to get blue. You can find blue armor. You spawn mm -hmm. with common. So the fact that her passive primarily helps you find quickly the purple armor, I would say is more powerful today than it was when she was released, just because of the state of evil armor. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good point, honestly, and not something that I think uh, people look at, look at. And honestly, that's kind of cool to know. And then I think the last thing with this is... Stuff like, hey, you see a Phoenix kit, you see purple armor somewhere else as you're approaching a POI, and that thing automatically, like it disappears. That's not a bug. That's someone picking it up. Like you have a little bit of recon with Loba and yeah. being able to see if people are looting areas uh, as you approach them, which is kind of like something if you just play her a ton, you you start to get used to kind of looking at that. Because at first you just don't even make the connection that you're like, oh, that's gone. I, I must have just like gone out of range or something. No, that's like a it's a bloodhound scan built into the passive, you know? <laughs> Next one, though, we got the tactical burglar's best friend. You teleport to hard-to-reach places or escape trouble quickly by throwing your jump drive bracelet. You got a cooldown of 30 seconds, according to the wiki. Henry says, in-game, that's 29 seconds, though. <laughs> it, it's weird because we think about true cooldown uh, mm -hmm. for this ability, and it doesn't start counting down until the bracelet hits the ground and you actually teleport. So depending yeah. on the length of the uh, toss, toss, you're going to have a different cooldown. Mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting that according to the wiki and her official like cooldown, it's marked at 30 seconds, and there's an extra second built in there for the bracelet travel time. Because mm -hmm. in-game, as soon as you teleport, it's always 29 seconds. Mm -hmm. Unless you have a gold helmet, then it's 20 three yeah. seconds so but you never 20, see yeah. 30 you mm -hmm. never see which 30. is why it's kind of funny so yep it's a pretty good time definitely uh yeah let's go into some of the nuances of her ability you can you throw loba's bracelet teleports to a landing spot all the bracelets midair you can force it to drop straight down by pressing your trigger if you're on controller um your left mouse button, unless you shoot with a different button on your mouse and keyboard, which I do know there's a couple of weird people that like shooting with the right click. I don't know. Can't even play normally, so <sighs> teach their own. Uh, <laughs> the max distance the bracelet can be thrown varies based on a few things. Um, 71 meters if you're on like normal ground levels, then that's the standard distance. And then 100 plus meters if you're on high ground places such as you know a tower or a building you're on the hill slope down and you kind of throw you get to understand your geometry when you're playing as loba a little bit you see the arc and you start you to smart. you start to play with it you get smart exactly yeah. uh, upon activation this ability cannot be canceled uh it's kind of interesting excludes other legends abilities that can cancel the bracelet like a revenant silence which is still incredible if something like that you know happens um and you'll go where the bracelet lands. You can hold it. Like you can hold the left bumper and you'll just f hold this thing around while you aim it. But once you actually let go and toss it, it's uh, you're gone. No takes backs at that point. And that's important to know whenever you're traveling a large point of distance in the game. Uh, if the bracelet's thrown off the edge of the map or into an out-of-bounds area, it'll return to Loba without starting the cooldown. 
nice thing. At least that was when the bug was around and you couldn't throw the bracelet half the time. You weren't losing it to cool down, so you could try and fail again, which was a nice bonus. And can be used while on zip lines, jump pads, interacting with things, gravity cannons, all that good stuff, um, which is, is nice to know, especially the gravity cannon one. That was something that we loved talking about early on with like Loba and Valkyrie, where it's like, hey, I'm flying across from point A to point B, and you know, you can't stop yourself with most legends, but all of a sudden you got these legends that'll let you make some crazy maneuvers, and Loba's one of those. I'm a big fan of this tattoo ability. Ever since the the speed increase and the actual mobility buffs it received, this is a really efficient way of getting around the map mm-hmm. um, in any game mode. The speed that it has is severely underrated. Um and the biggest thing that we'll talk about later when we focus on her being uh, an option for arenas is it's consistent. It does not take a, a high amount of technical skill yeah. to pull off mm-hmm. this mobility ability. Totally. If you're playing Wraith, you need to be able to see while in the phase. You mm-hmm. know, that's mm-hmm. difficult. And then you have using the tactical and the ultimate together, that has some technical uh, like skills built into it. Pathfinder, understanding where to secure the grapple, how to move your body, how to land, how to slide, all that stuff. Loba's tactical, super straightforward, very, very fast. Um, One of my favorite ways to use it is think about it as a teleporter, not necessarily a grapple. Mm -hmm. You're not using it to get to a place really quickly. You're You're using it to get from one safe area or maybe not a safe area, into a safe area. So yeah. you're using it to teleport behind cover, through a window, mm-hmm. behind a rock, somewhere where you might place a portal to or something like that so that you know mm-hmm. you're going to be safe once you get there. Um, it, it's just such a fun ability, I think. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, I play Loba for the ultimate, but I enjoy Loba for mm-hmm. the tactical because you really can use this ability at all times and you don't feel guilty about it. You know, it has a vertical uh, mobility. You can use it to get on Mm -hmm. a rooftop before a fight. But it's also okay to use it to catch up with your teammates. You can Mm -hmm. use it to get out of a fight. You can use it uh, to go heal uh, a Mm -hmm. teammate or revive them. It's really versatile, just like any other mobility ability in this game, but it's so easy to use, and it's mm-hmm. so fast on top of that that I think it is pretty top tier uh, in this game. Even with the mobility changes to it, one thing you didn't hit on was using it aggressively as an attack yeah. thing, and that's because even with the mobility, it's still not built for that. I think now more than ever, you can do it, like, especially if it's like, hey, you know, we knocked two, we're chasing down one, and we know how important it is in rank to secure KP, especially if someone's injured. Like, you can close the gap, jump on them, and kill them. Like, it's doable, but you do have the delay on the animation still coming in and out. So it's not like, hey, straight up 3v3 or straight up 1v1 full health, let's just teleport on top of people. It is meant to go to the safe spots. But I will say, I just want to throw that in there because I think it is, it's doable now versus last time we said it's impossible. I think there's still, there's situations where you can use it now, but that's not the ideal spot. It is certainly doable. I can tell mm-hmm. you that. I've been playing a lot of Loba for the last year. 
been playing a lot recently for this episode and because I just really enjoy playing her. And Mm -hmm. one of the big changes in the game that made Loba better at being aggressive is the ping that one of your teammates has broken an enemy's shield. Totally. You don't have to be a veteran of the game to understand that Loba's tactical takes less than two seconds and a battery takes five seconds. Mm -hmm. So if I see that there's an enemy that's a little bit separated from their team, my teammate cracked them, I am going to teleport on their head Mm -hmm. Um, just because there isn't really that delay when you get on the other side. And even if there is, it's going to force them to cancel the bat. So I know that I'm going into a situation where maybe they are going to shoot back at me as soon Mm -hmm. as I land, but I know that they are not going to have armor. So I'm going to win that fight no matter what. I've done it. It works. The speed is unparalleled. You know, Mm -hmm. being able to use it indoors. You can't really do... Octane's Mm -hmm. the only person that can really do that indoors, and it's so telegraphed, and you're hurting yourself to do it. Loba, there's no cost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think you hit a key. You got to use it in an advantageous position. Like, I don't think there's a skill cap with Loba where it's like, oh, the best Loba can jump on top of another really good player when everyone's on equal ground and kill him because of, you know, it's really loud. It's really bright. Everyone knows where you're going to land. And then you do have that brief animation delay versus the Pathfinder. Well, we do not recommend it. There are players out there in the world that because your gun is up while you're grappling, you can land, engage, because all you're fighting is the slight stutter on the land. Once again, I'm not saying that's how you should play Pathfinder. That's not how I play Pathfinder. But like that's like I want to clarify that as kind of like the differentiator between two as the pushing ability um, per se in combat. Uh, so it's 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 definitely doable though now versus back in the good old days where it was like okay, let me take an hour and a half to get out of my animation. You, you just can't even when someone's at half health. It's like you, they're still going to have an advantage over you at that point. Before we get to Henry's favorite ability and the ultimate, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Let's get into the Black Market Boutique, the ultimate. You place a portable device that allows you to teleport nearby loot to your inventory. Each friendly or enemy legend can take up to two items. You got a 120 second cooldown. Another interesting true cooldown where it is instantaneous. And actually, we didn't say it the first time around. Give people a reminder what true cooldown is because I think we mention it only on Mastering Legends right now. So just a little brief reminder. Mm -hmm. So a true cooldown is when does the countdown really start for a tactical Mm -hmm. or an ultimate? Does it start when you place it down? Does it start when it expires? Is there a delay? And a true cooldown can either be better or worse than Mm -hmm. what the sticker uh, price of the cooldown is. In Loba's situation, as soon as you place down the ultimate, it starts. There's Mm -hmm. nothing tricky with this one. Like Maybe it's possible that once you take the two items or once you take one item, uh, it begins charging another one. Uh, But for this, there's no duration uh, to the ultimate. It won't expire, Mm -hmm. so the cooldown starts as soon as you place it. For Lobo's ability, start every match with it 50% charged. That means 60 seconds into the match, you can use it for the first time. And that's something that Henry and I definitely recommend that you do. After placing down the Black Market Boutique, it takes about four and a half seconds before it can be accessed. It has the animation, the big pulse, 
kind of something important to note. Uh, and the range of the black market boutique, same as the passive, 112 and a half meters. Unlimited verticality as well, which is something, you know, kind of interesting when you think about some of our urban fighting that we have. Um, the items within the range of hover off the ground slightly while a player is using it. And there is a glimpse of a teleport trail to the black market each time a player pulls an item from it. When you take something like a full stack of ammo or a health kit, you're going to take a full stack of it. You're not just going to take, you know, a bits and piece of it. So if you grab med kits, you don't just grab one. If you grab shield bats, you don't just grab one. You actually get both of them, which is a nice thing to note because I think that, I mean, even though Henry loves his bats, I don't know if he would be grabbing the same amount if he could only get one each time he grabbed the battery out of Loba's ultimate. He's going to tell me I'm wrong on that. He's going to say, no, I'll take any bath anytime. Two baths. I'll, I'll <laughs> stick with that. I'm not going to negotiate under. <laughs> oh, man. There is no maximum limit on the ammo, as we kind of mentioned in the balancing changes. And that doesn't take up one of your two uh, slots, which that was probably one of the biggest changes she's had to her kit in terms of that ult getting just an incredible usability out of it. You cannot retrieve squadmate banner cards, something important to note if everyone asks for it. The black market has 100 health and can block doors. Not really right now, but it's something that they're working on fixing right now, actively in development. Uh, and when placed on a race portal, the portal disappears. And same thing for Rev's death totem, which is kind of a funny note. The death totem you can shoot and obviously destroy, but not really any ways to destroy wraith portals except for a nice, well-placed Loba ultimate. You can also collapse your own black market boutique by pressing the character utility button instead of interacting with it. Deploying a new black market boutique will automatically collapse the old black market boutique. You said this is one of your favorite abilities. We've talked about the love for the ammo ability getting added in there. What is it about this one that really takes things and separates them for you? Yeah, I mean, taking all the ammo out of an entire POI is something that you should do every single time if you can. Your team mm -hmm. should never have ammo problems because of this ability. Um, I love it just because it allows me to quickly get the purple and gold mags that I need, the weapons that I want, the armor that I need. Everything mm -hmm. else is just a cherry on top, and you don't really need to be using the ultimate anymore. But more so, you don't really need to be looting anymore, so it speeds up that time that you're wasting going yep. box to box, bin to bin, um, which I think is huge. The cooldown on it is something that I also think is a huge uh, advantage uh, for the power of this ability. One of the examples of using it, yes, you're going to use it right at the beginning. Yes, you're going to use it when you get to a POI. Yes, you're going to use it uh, when you end a fight um, to kind of add an option to quickly loot the things that are top priority, maybe there's a third party coming, it does speed things up a little bit in that situation. But another situation that I use it in is I use it to bait enemies. If I know I'm in a mm -hmm. fight, I might just pop it down because the sound of it and the light of it might make them think, oh, Henry's not ready for this. He's a crazy Loba. He's going to loot in the middle of a fight. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I would never. But it's kind of, you can use it as a fake out because honestly, by the end of that fight, I'm going to have another one. So you can use it all the time. Another thing that we used to recommend, and I don't necessarily recommend it anymore, I don't really collapse my black markets. Um, mm -hmm. when I'm playing with randoms, I don't collapse them. Um, because 
it can annoy people if they didn't get to use it, even though the point of the black market is to speed up looting. And sometimes it does the opposite because yeah. people just shop and shop and shop. And I personally want to close the black market sometimes mm-hmm. on my teammates. Um, I don't do it. And the reason being, it kind of keeps team morale up a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I also am not super worried about enemies coming in and using it. Once mm-hmm. me and two other teammates have taken what we need from an area, I'm not really worried that another team is going to come and get an insane amount of value. And by the time that happens, I'm probably already using the ultimate again. I think in our original mastering, we kind of said, you're always closing that shop. Mm -hmm. I don't really close the shop always. I I close the shop in end games. Very, yeah. very religiously. If you are going to play Loba and ranked, you know, and you're in a place where it's like, hey, we're running a team where we're going to go from maybe power position to power position. Last thing I want to do in a ranked game where ammo is scarce is give people the opportunity to be able to grab ammo. But yes, in the early to mid games, especially when you're using the black market in a place where the zone is going to close. Just keep the movement up, keep mo- keep moving, keep things rolling. It's really only in those later end games where I'll actually go about uh, closing it if I know we're leaving a position to go take a better position, but the spot we have might still be in the next zone because we're yep. playing beacon. Like that, that's kind of like the line of thinking I go in with the ultimate. But I think you hit it perfectly. Like it's honestly, this is a simple one to break down. Like, why do you use this ability? Well, because Apex Legends is a gun game and you get to have your favorite guns maxed every single time you play. And that is incredibly powerful in of itself. And that's a huge reason why I love her kit because when I play Loba, I get to ruin an R301 with unlimited ammo every single time I play the game. That's not something you get to do with anyone else. And in a game where ammo is scarce, especially when you're playing competitively, she does have a spot to fill. Like she does have this niche where she can do things. There's been a lot of games when we were playing, uh, when we've played ranked, is you get into those late end game circles, you're playing defensive, you're holding the building, you're throwing out 30 R301 shots each and every time. You need the ammo. You don't have to worry about conserving bullets. And it's a really nice, like, I don't want to say crutch, but it's a really nice backup, like, to have essentially with her ability that you just never have to worry about it. The fact of the matter is, if you're sleeping on Loba, I feel bad for you. <laughs> There's only one legend in the game that really counters randomness, and it's Loba. Yep. You know, you have Lifeline who can bring in your purple armors or your blue armors. But Loba allows you to have consistency in your game based off of having what you need mm-hmm. quickly. And it, it starts with the weapons, and that's definitely, I think, what you want the most. But everything else, armor specifically. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. Ammo, meds, grenades, optics, everything. Loba answers every question you could have in a game except for the survey beacon. And mm-hmm. so if you're not going to be playing that way or you have that base covered loba is incredibly valuable um and it it starts and almost stops with the ultimate make loba recon make loba recon we'll get this train going for real that's loba's abilities though they just work well together and they're a really fun kind of unity and we're going to get into some of the other things now as we wrap up the show starting with something we like to do obviously with all these legends talk about 
my favorite weapons and loadouts to use with them. With Loba, you get to use whatever you want. You get to use it every time. But if we're actually giving advice, this is a great time to maximize your opportunity to use guns like the Rampage and the R301, these full auto fast firing guns that work at range that just eat a lot of ammo because that being your biggest concern, inventory space and stuff for a lot of people, that's just not a worry for you with those weapons. And so you do get to use those when other times you might not have to have the ability to carry them all the way into the late game. Absolutely. Agreed. Talk to me about some team comps though for Loba. Yeah, I mean, Loba's welcome on nearly any team in the mm-hmm. game. Um, when we try to master a legend, we try to focus on maximizing the value that Loba provides. Um, like moving the entire team together and keeping them together um, so that you can loot quickly is definitely uh, favorable for maximizing Loba. And the best legend to do that is probably Valkyrie. Um, mm-hmm. Just being able to hop from major POI to major POI together. Um, you have the survey beacon, so you do cover that base of knowing the position, the long range movement of a team, and then quick looting on top of it. You throw Gibraltar in the mix for a, for a bubble market. So that's a really good team comp. I, I don't think there's mm-hmm. a problem with that. But you could also take the point of having like a, a rushing Loba. You could have a Loba with an Octane or a Pathfinder and then a Bloodhound. You're starting the game, grab loot quickly, and then use the combined mobility to rush and flank enemies. Mm-hmm. Definitely an aggressive Loba, but like we said, this is possible now. Um, yeah, Loba Pathfinder really is really fun. Yeah. It, it, it's a really fun combo. If you got two people that are playing really aggressive, like you can definitely make some crazy plays with those two. And then finally, a team comp that is a little bit more difficult, but is definitely worth mentioning, is Loba, Rampart, and Watson. The defensive Loba team playing an LMG requires ammo. You know, if you have a turbocharged devotion with Rampart because you have Loba getting you that turbocharger and that gold extended energy mag. Wonderful. The combination of Rampart and Loba being able to get you those really powerful weapons with the ammo is great. The only downside is you have to get lucky with the ring with this team comp, uh, just because you don't have the team mobility, you don't have the survey beacon, and you also have to be playing good buildings. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if this team comp is going to work on every single map in the game. But this team comp can be very, very powerful if you're playing a specific loadout of weapons. Yeah, I, I like the idea of doing Loba with Rampart so you can dual LMG with mm-hmm. no concerns at all. That's a, that's a really nice combo for sure. Talk to me about arenas. It's something you've been playing Loba in arenas for a long time now. This hasn't really caught on, so maybe I'm <laughs> on an island. But I think there's a lot of value in Loba playing in arenas. Um, the cost of her abilities, tactical, you start with two charges, it's 50 crafting each, and then the ultimate, you can buy every single round for 200. Her tactical is the fastest way to position and get crafting materials in the game. Pathfinder is the only legend that can beat her tactical speed, but is much, much more inconsistent and difficult to use. So Very on the small map, percentile, yeah. yeah. I Very think Loba's going to win even in that head-to-head, which isn't mm-hmm. going to happen very often. Then also, playing the supply drop weapons requires patience. Kind of have to drag on a match time a little bit, but it can lead to better weapons for that round, so you could win the round. And if you do, 
you're dominating the eco of the entire game. If you're saying, I'm going to buy my ultimate for 200 crafting, I'm going to place it down, get two batteries, and then a fully kitted weapon and all the ammo that's in the, the supply drop. Mm-hmm. Wow, you just spent 200 crafting for anywhere between 600 and 2,000 crafting, you know, yeah. depending on the mm-hmm. round. So it's, it's pretty brutal when you can walk into a game and say, all right, I see that's in the, in the supply drop rotation. I'm just going to use my ultimate this round and get a gold R301 while everybody else is using a blue Mozambique. It's pretty great. And if mm-hmm. you win that, then you're setting yourself up for the next round because you got the crafting, probably both of them because you're the fastest, where you're just rich. And I think in arenas, being rich gets you halfway there. <laughs> I think it, it does, does too. She's great. She she lets you, like you said, for all the reasons, controlling eco, that's huge. And even stuff like you can play the zone side and still get the care package stuff. So you get the yeah. best of both worlds, which that's something normally you got to decide each and every round. And you're not going to be able to, it's, it'd be pretty hard to snag all three of them from the enemies if they were sitting on the care pack and you guys are sitting on the boutique. But the fact that you're going to be in zone in the power position and hopefully get one to two of those guns every time, really, really nice. So I think she's a really nice find in arenas. And hopefully she catches on more, Henry. Hopefully you can spread the gospel of Loba in arenas. Let's wrap it up, though, on final thoughts of Loba because she's obviously a legend we love. And she fits into kind of an interesting niche in the game of like very productive, good legend, but maybe doesn't have like the top skill cap of like a, this is an apex predator lobby style legend, but not every character can and has to be that. She just fits such a great niche of if you want to help your team and play a fun legend that is quite simple and straightforward, she's great. And she's going to fulfill that in such a great way. Support the team, support you, support wins. I love it. <laughs> she's categorized as a support legend, but she mm-hmm. can play offensive and defensive with her abilities. There's so much to say about Loba, but for final thoughts, it's just if you want a purple R301, you should. You are correct in that desire. <laughs> you should therefore play Loba. Um, it's a very, very powerful ability. I think that a lot of people look at the fact that she's support and they're not really attracted to that play style. They don't want to play slower. They want to play fast. She just has the flexibility to be so much more than a support legend that's being the last into the fight and reviving and helping people with loot. She can do a lot. And you can Mm -hmm. solo queue Loba. I've played... I was traveling this weekend, so I haven't really played a whole lot. But in my last 10 games, I've won five of them, all with Loba. She's very, very powerful, and it comes down to just having the weapons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a gun game. It's a gun game. That's what everybody, you know, that's what the developers say. That's what the pros say, and she really helps you do that in every way, shape, and form. But yeah, that's remastering or mastering for the first time for Eladia. Loba. Thank you to our producer of the third party, 10, as well as our dropship captain, Luke, who support us over on Patreon. Subscribe on Apple Pods, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thanks so much for listening to the third party podcast. Catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in.
Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.